What's going on, guys? AJ here bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Collective Podcast. So I'm doing a little bit of studying, and um, I literally got into the first probably two minutes of my 47-minute, 49-minute, 50-minute studying period here, and I had to stop. I had to stop because uh, I came across a tip, an insight, a perspective that I want to rant on. I want to. I want to give a thought about. Uh, I want to uh, share my point of view around it. So the statement says, "What's the biggest challenge during a change and transformation initiative?" And the the founder and the leader that was giving the advice said, "Getting leaders of the organization to acknowledge that they need to change and adjust their behaviors too, not just the processes connected to their teams and their direct reports." And I couldn't agree more, but here's my spin and my twist on it. I think about, I think about reorging, right? I'm working with a client right now um, that, that is going through and will be going through significant reorg moments, meaning this individual will be restructuring job, job roles and deliverables and descriptions, titles. Um, they will be literally removing folks, bringing in new folks. Um, they will be restructuring roles to be able to stand up new services. Um, there's actually an acquisition happening where they'll have to be bringing in a, uh, a different company. Thus, there will be a merging of teams and, and units. And as I, as I think about it, and I give the advice to the change that's going to be happening because let's face it, that's a lot of change happening in a short period of time with this particular client. We're talking about six months. Here's a thought that I have around this. And here's a thought that I have as I read that statement, something that I haven't really thought about quite frankly yet. And I now looking at this statement, I will, what new behaviors do the, do the leaders need to initiate? What new behaviors do the leaders need to adopt? What current behaviors that are subconscious based off of what the leaders did prior and how we inevitably got to having to do and having to be a part of a reorg needs to occur and what we need to reflect on. And so with this particular client, I know there's a a couple of folks right now within the organization that are going to be going through a job description and role restructure. And a lot of it is because they thought they had the right person. And for whatever reason, they feel like they don't. But looking at this statement where it says getting leaders to acknowledge that they need to adjust their behaviors too and their processes too, as I think about the reorg and as I think about the restructuring of the role, I know for a fact that leader could be changing his or her's overall patience level when it comes to how they break down the role and their transparency level around what they legitimately need from the role. I think another thing that the leader needs to change is their ability to look themselves in the face and say, am I doing everything in my power to support and to provide value to that person that is currently in the role and whomever will be in the role moving forward? I think another behavior that I, that I, that I would change is Maybe there's not enough learning and developing systems and structures in place as soon as the person gets into the role. Maybe the role is complicated. Maybe the role is complex. Another behavior I would actually have the leader change as well is 
how much proactive work is being done thinking about the needs, the desires, the wants, the urgency of high levels of productivity that's connected to this role right now in this moment. Like even that is a behavior. A behavior is nothing more than an action, uh, an execution, movement, thoughtfulness, strategy, thinking, pondering. And if you think about that statement I just made, the behavior that the leader could have moving forward, and it's obvious that that leader did not have in the past is really doing and creating a checklist, if you will, of, okay, when we bring in this new role, we're going to understand their learning style. We're going to understand their communication preferences. We're going to understand their workflow desires. We're going to be very transparent and communicate all of those variables proactively to that person that we're thinking about bringing into the org. We're going to make sure we keep track of what they need when it comes to learning, what they need when it comes to executions, what they need when it comes to X, Y, and Z. And we're going to make sure we have the team in place to be able to provide them that necessary and needed support. We're going to make sure that we remain um, strategically empathetic, connected to what we know needs to happen, connected to the brand. Again, I've given this example before. Right now, within, for example, my social signal brand, we're in a very, very, very pivotal moment when it comes to when it comes to creating a strategy to go direct to consumer. Let's just keep it there. I don't want to get too complicated. And the type of human being we need to, to steward that effort is someone that needs to be well-versed, have, has executed quite recently, and will need to be able to execute at a high level and produce results very quickly, I would say, in a 30 to 65-day period of time. Now, that little, that, that awareness, that clarity around what we really genuinely need from that person within a window of time is a behavior. That behavior is called self-awareness. That behavior is called strategic empathy. It's empathy because we want to make sure that whomever we're bringing into the org, we display that empathy by making sure we are stepping into their shoes and making sure they have enough information to be able to get that 30 to 65 day window accomplished we also are stepping in their, into their shoes to make sure they have enough of the bandwidth and relationships to be able to give us what we need. And so the punchline is this. When I look at this sentence again and I see getting leaders of the organization to acknowledge that they need to change and adjust their behaviors too, not just their team, I really, really, really resonate because again, whether it's strategic empathy, whether it's being more accountable, whether it's being more transparent with your with your data and your operational realities, whether it's whether it's being more open and honest and empathetic around the learning and development structures support that you are giving this role, whether it's um, being more candor and more honest about what you necessarily need from the role within a certain finite period of time, these are all behaviors. And so, to round it all back and connect it to change. When you know you need those moments to occur doing your change for the change to happen successfully, it's not just about the person that inevitably will be executing the majority of the change. It's not just about, in this particular example, 
making sure that whoever's now in the position who is different than obviously who was in the position prior is drastically different. It's about having the behavior to look back at the whomever was in the role prior, understand and learn from your experiences, change the behavior of being more open and honest and excited about learning from those experiences and putting in policies and processes moving forward so that whomever you bring into the org now won't have the same experience as you had in the org prior. And all of those new efforts, that's behavior. And a leader needs to be aware that that behavior is needed, that adjusting that shift and that change is needed. And so I really resonate with this statement. I really agree with this statement. And um, I'm going to get back to studying, but I had to stop and just make a little bit of a rant about that because I do believe it's something most leaders don't think about when they think about change. Most leaders, when they think about change, they think about everyone underneath of them. They think about every single supervisor, every single direct report, etc. What most leaders don't think about, again, when it comes to change, is they really, really, really don't think about what they need to do differently during the change. And how that adjustment of a behavior on their part, the accountability on their part, how that can actually make the change a lot more successful and a lot more productive. Thanks.